Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Alush, but first, let me tell you about a very special opportunity that has come to us here in Arizona. On Sunday evening, February 19th, our congregation in Arizona, Congregation Betafila, will hold its annual gala with a full concert by Shulam Lemmer, a record label artist, a rare talent known also as the Michael Bublé of the Jewish world, who has performed in front of countless audiences worldwide. And then, on the next day, on President's Day, Monday, February 20th, we will be hosting at CBT at our congregation, our annual Saul Conference, a day of learning, music, and inspiration with world-renowned speakers, thinkers, and musicians that will include Rabbi Simon Jacobson, one of Judaism's greatest living scholars, Shulam Lemmer again, Yaffa Palti, a motivational speaker and Instagram influencer, a soul developer and addiction expert, Mrs. Ruth Yeri Nussbaum, Rabbi Moshe Drew, uh, uh, who's also a motivational speaker and and uh, uh, a great educator, Rabbi Moshe Druin, one of the best scribes of Torahs and Mezunas and Tefillin, and an artist and a musician and a storyteller will also be here to expound on our Hebrew names and offer us parchments with those names inscribed and many other surprises. We hope indeed that you can join us. And now, I again am Rabbi Pinchas Elush, and I want to welcome you to yet another episode Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by subscribing to this podcast, and I hope you'll give us indeed a five-star rating, as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode on any of the other podcasts at rabbialushpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please visit me on Facebook and YouTube. So friends, any expert in public speaking will tell you that the most important part of any presentation is its opening. Yet God did not seem to follow that rule. The opening of his only direct presentation to the Jewish people in this week's portion, Yitro, is seemingly non-impressive to say the least. We would expect a big bang or at least a joke. Instead, God's first words were, I am the Lord your God who took you out of the land of Egypt. Why not make the opening line a little more appealing? For example, God could have said that I am the Lord your God who created heaven and earth or who created each and every one of you. The creation of our universe and of man is surely more remarkable than the grand exodus. The answer shares an important life secret. During this majestic moment in Jewish history, God did not seek to glorify himself. Instead, he sought to glorify us and elevate us. How so? by reminding us of our slavery in Egypt and our ongoing duty to take ourselves out of our spiritual Egypts too, each and every day. And so God tells us, I am your God who took you out of Egypt. Or in other words, I, God, will only become your God fully if you can come out of your Egypt-like mentality and limitations every day. The message is powerful. Because friends, we all know big splashes and grandiose achievements are important, but they do not define us. Rather, we are defined by daily grind of fighting Egypt-like moments, like the time we refrain from gossiping about him or her, or like the time we pray to God not only with our mouth, but with our hearts and minds too, or like the two minutes we spend doing homework with our children, or like overcoming an immoral temptation, or like the extra phone call we make to mend a broken relationship. For at the end of the day, It is indeed those small victories that count most. Human history is filled with examples of prodigies 
who made big splashes quickly and then, just as fast, vanished into obscurity. How often do we hear of rock groups that release a billboard hit and then waste the rest of their careers on drugs and other addictions? How about sports stars that never meet the standards set for them by scouts and experts who were captivated by their early stardom? And you'll wonder, why? What happened to all of that hidden potential? Many years ago, I asked my dear mentor, Rabbi Dean Evan Israel Steinsaltz of Blessed Memory, to condense Judaism into just one single word. Without hesitance, he replied, consistency. His answer was poignant. Indeed, God will only truly become ours if we become his consistently. So, will we come out of our own Egypts today? Will we find the courage to do something good today? Will God be ours today and every day? Thank you.